When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're live. Woo! Woohoo! Only seven minutes late. That's very unlike for us. Yeah, that is. I think people expect that for us for us to be late. late? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, maybe not so much with you. They think you're on time all the time. Yeah. I'm always on time. Yeah. Sydney. Sid's, like, Sid's like me. Sid's, you've been impressive on that. If, I, if you're if you're on time, you're late. So yeah, yeah. Wow. Austin, Tom Coughlin. Wow. Okay, Tom Coughlin. Wow. It's like the biggest fight Ben and I consistently have because he'll try and just do the most annoying, unnecessary shit right before we're about to leave that he's had like weeks to do. He's been doing that lately. No. Yes. No. All of a sudden, you start to make calls or something when we have to go. They're important. Okay, they're life-altering calls. That's what Brandon was doing this week. So when we were together the whole week. Every yeah. time, every time we were getting ready to go somewhere, and you know, we're trying to be on time, going to do events with college kids. So I'm like, we're the adults. We need right. to be there on time and early. And every time we're getting ready to leave the house, as soon as that happens, Brandon's upstairs doing something or trying to have some weird nonsense conversation. And the anxiety from like offensive line life in me is like, yeah. dude, we need to go we need now. To go. What are you yeah. doing? So there's the getting- difference. There's the difference because he's a D lineman and right. we kind of yeah. we kind of play by a different set of rules. It's yeah. so true. The biggest positional divide was seen yep. right there because it was giving me and I was like getting snippy. I love Brandon, but it like being late offends me because I feel like it's disrespectful and all that baggage built. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like it's disrespectful to everyone else's time. And I I get I get so mean. And Ben's like, we're going to Orange Theory. Like, we don't yeah. need to sit in the lobby for 15 yeah. minutes. And all right, well, no, that, all right, that I agree with. Yes. Because you guys go to Orange Theory insanely. There's no reason to be there 15 minutes well, early. you know what? Absolutely no, ben, agree. This is what Ben does, though. He wants to, say, workouts at 10. He wants to show up at 9.58, and then he will just bitch and bitch and bitch about him not getting the treadmill that he wanted because the treadmills aren't good there. And I'm like, well, you got to oh. show up early to get the treadmills like you can't okay. have it both ways you so can't show that that that, that does make sense from your standpoint i understand so, that so yeah. i'm the other way I, I would rather get there at 959 and i don't care where i start i no. don't care the, Treadmill, the treadmills literally lower, stop when he runs so floor no, i don't <laughs> care we literally it's 10 minutes from us and we literally leave a half hour early but you know what I like sitting in the lobby too and like listening and talking to people and stuff too. So well, maybe oh, that's a difference. I'm not social. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was just gonna say I. So I'm in the middle of all this, but I skew more towards Dad because I agree with Sydney. Getting there late and then complaining about your lot in life once you get there—that's a no-fly zone. But I'm with Dad where I like to get there and I'm in and out in silence. Like I yep. really don't interact with it. I'm I'm here for the hour of business with my body that I need to get done. 
you know, certainly I'm, you know, ready to go in there and announce my presence with authority on the rower, make sure everybody feels my weight, but <laughs> I really don't need to converse. I get out after I get my keys and I bolt. I'm not here in the lobby fraternizing with everybody. You know what? Like our buddy Jason Fitz, who has made Orange Theory his home now. Yeah, he You know has. what my you're problem right. is? Is Mike, you're like a really social person. Like my friends are like the 45-year-old moms in the 10 a.m. So like it's my only like inner like human interaction sometimes that i really get with people and, and like my, you don't go regularly either like so you don't start to build a relationship like a you know a little relationship with the people that are in the classes all the time because you're you're off and on I, right Mike? I, I know you guys like to do that I, I i get in there and i say hi and that then i just want to work out and i want to leave you know what people are talking in there people complain about the coaches that they're not very good i don't care oh. I, an hour, I know what the workout's going to be, and I just do it. And I get in and I get out. But because I love your mother so much, we leave a half hour early and we sit in the lobby for 15, 20 I, I, minutes. You know I don't like your tone. Right what do you now. mean, my tone? Well, did did my tone will, change? Yes. Did it? You know what I, I will know. say, too? When I've gone with mom and Sydney, we sit in the lobby and talk to each other. We're not yes. talking with a bunch of other people. We sit it's in the pod when and we talk with... to the same people we were at home Boom. with. Boom. Yes. You know what my biggest thing with dad is, though, when we go to Orange Theory, is we'll get there like 15, 20 minutes early, and then class starts at 10. This mother is outside or in the bathroom with the shoelaces untied. Oh, yeah. He doesn't tie his late. shoes until he gets into the class and then sits on the back of the treadmill and ties his I shoes. wait I, because I tie, them kind of, I tie them kind of tight, and I don't want to be sitting there with my shoes kind of tied tight. I only want them tied tight right as I'm going to start to work. If you want to, if you want to rip me for that, go ahead, go ahead. I don't care. I mean, I go also ahead. tie my shoes tight, but I do it attitude. before. Do you hear the attitude? Well, it's 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 really a difference of styles when it comes to the approach to That's group workout classes because me and Dad are there siloed. There are other people around, and I like I like Orange Theory for the same reason I like New York City because there's fun colored lights and because I get the feeling of people around me. I don't want to talk to any of them, and I don't really want to have anything to do with most of them. But I like knowing they're there because it makes me feel warm in the places that I need to. That sounds weird saying it out loud. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I just, I want to go there and I want to get it done. And I don't need a bunch of everybody else. Because the people that talk in class, how can you talk if you're you working can. hard? Well, that's you should different. be out of that's breath. Different. It's insane. Not yeah. class. Yeah, they don't do that. I give them that. But but we do are in class at times and we just hear people, you know, talking and, and, and it just, that aggravates the hell out of me. Because I guess a lot of that, Mike, is from the weight room when we were working out, we were playing. You know, nobody was doing that. You're working your ass off, you know, you're, 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 you're oh. not, you're not having conversations in there. Yeah. Let me, let me work. tell you, I got humbled this weekend back in South Bend too. I told you guys about this off air, but Mikey, Hey, you didn't hear this. So I was back in South Bend this weekend, co-hosting the Oscars or like the student athlete awards on campus at Notre Dame. And it was me and my buddy, Brandon Newman, uh, who was a D tackle for us. So we were both D one athletes. We were co-hosting with these two women um, on the volleyball team, young women, they're like 20 years old. And so we had to go over and shoot some like TikTok dances that we were going to use for the award show, which was humbling in its own way to have 20 year olds teaching us how to do TikTok dances. But then after we were on their volleyball practice court, they're like, do you guys want to play twos? So each one, we had one of them on each team with one of us. And 
going out there and trying to be dynamic. Because Orange Theory, you move around, but it's straight line. And you know what you're going to do. You control the pace. My knees, shins, and calves are as sore as they've been in years. I went back home the rest of that day, and I had to take shallow breaths because my (laughs) lungs felt like they had knives in them after 25 minutes of playing two-on-two volleyball, which I won, by the way. That's the most important question. I mean, to borrow a phrase from our friend Mark Schlereth, you know, don't tell me about the pain, show me the baby. You know, like, did you win? That's what I need to know. Yeah, but you Mikey, want. So it's you all worth it. Mikey A, what's your routine like? Are you on our <clears throat> side or the women's side on this? Well, I uh, I tend to work out with 16 ounce mugs, and that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> nice, my dog. On your own time. That. Yeah, there you on go. my own time. Yes. Everybody, never late. Never late. <laughs> yeah, Br- never Brian late. says. Brian says I went on a shoelace tying um, method deep dive a while back. Yeah, I don't see why that's an issue. Well, I just I do like, the same thing. I just do it before, like well, I go. I, I guess I don't understand why, like two minutes before class, if we're sitting there, like you can't just. I probably can. Maybe it's more of a habit thing now. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Uh, so by, by the here's way, an interesting I question. If... I have. I'm sorry. I, I just well, before we get off topic here, because my guess prior to this podcast would have been would have been easy, and now after hearing you talk, I'm not sure if the entire Golic family was going to an event. Who are you waiting for? Who's ben. who's the one that's not? Probably Ben. Wow. Yeah. Ben. ben seems to have it's that. It's always uh, Ben. Yeah. It's wow. Ben. Wow. That's yeah. surprising. Which is surprising. He, I know. That's not his personality, like from from no. the interactions. I would I would assume right. Ben is the guy that's waiting in the car honking. Right. No. no I'm, ben is gonna I'm, be I'm, Ben is gonna be a doctor, I so out. I hope he stops that. Go ahead, say, yeah. I mean, it's not like you've never waited in a waiting room at a doctor's office. You know, I think, I, I think that's a prerequisite. So, yes, they are. They are. He'll fit yeah. in nicely. He'll yeah, he will. And, yeah. and I'm glad it's him now because that takes it because it was me. I was that guy, but Ben has taken over, so I'm happy about that. You guys are like pretty similar, but I'd say he's a little worse. You just kind of like, like. Do you ever think that he does it just to aggravate you because you aggravate him so much? hundred percent. I'd say fifty percent of the time it's like that. So playing chess. But then we got yeah, like, in a really big fight one time, and so like I think it's more like he he tries and just doesn't succeed at it though. So which is weird. There's valor. Yeah. There's valor in the attempt. There um, is. By the by the way, welcome to Sorry in Advance, the Golic Family oh, yeah. Podcast. Uh, thank you to everybody uh, in the chat. Uh, as always, you can download, subscribe, rate, and review. You can check us out on the SIA YouTube channel also. Um, we got some big announcements coming up in prior weeks. This is sort of the show before, or excuse me, in upcoming weeks. Upcoming this is sort weeks, of the yeah. show before the show. We're going to do a little bit of Grill Golic in this episode. I know we've got some questions for Dad. If you've got some questions also, you can throw them in the chat. I see some there already uh, that have made their way onto this. So we'll get to some of those also. Um, we've got some more announcements about some stuff related to our Golic Subpar Classic Golf Tournament. That's coming up, as you can see on the screen, June 25th and 26th. If you're listening to the podcast, June 25th and 26th are the dates, uh, like I just said. So uh, we've got a lot of that going on. Um, but uh, in the meantime, do we want to start with the Grill Golic questions? Is there anything else I'm missing, Mom, as far as podcast business? I think that Dad would like to have a few minutes to talk about Gordon Lightfoot. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. So this was a sad Sad time for me. Now, anybody that's listened to me over the years know I would talk about 
one Gordon Lightfoot. If all of if some of you are sitting there saying, who is Gordon Lightfoot? He was an incredible singer songwriter out of Canada uh, who passed away. He was 84 years old. We went to a concert of his back in 2011 and 2013. I have pictures of him. Mikey, I should have sent them to you so we could put them up. Um, but he wrecked the Edmund Fitzgerald, Sundown, Carefree Highway. Again, I might be talking gibberish to some people who may not know. Uh, but phenomenal singer, phenomenal storyteller. If you don't know who it is or haven't heard of him, Google, play Google some him. of his songs. Google them. <laughs> play some of his songs and just listen to the storytelling. It's fantastic. But I've sung him many a times on the shows I've done over the last couple of decades, and I will continue to. I do have uh, – I'm bummed a little bit when I go to places where there's karaoke. They rarely have a lot of karaoke for, for uh, Gordon Lightfoot. So I'm hoping that changes. I think because it's too passed. slow. Yeah. Well, yeah, could, could you be. imagine six minutes of Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald yeah, karaoke? <laughs> I'm not trying to really party to that. I love to imagine that there's one karaoke. I'd love to imagine there's one stripper out there who dances exclusively to Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> That'd be me yeah, she, if I was yeah, she, unfortunately she's 70. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what's her name? What's her name? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> as, as, as someone who unfortunately has been multiple times to a strip club in Pinehurst, North Carolina, I feel like she's probably there. <laughs> oh, God. It's oddly specific. Oh, I had to keep the contest really winners is. happy. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, wow. Oh, my wow. God. By the way, Dad, I will say those pictures you posted with Gordon Lightfoot, and I mean this respectfully because obviously he is now no longer with us. That man looked 84 years old for the last 30 years of his yes, life. He, he Listen, looked like he was roughly yeah. a thousand in that picture of you yeah. guys in 2011. It, it was, and when you're with him in person, he is small, he is frail. Yeah. But I tell you what, that that man. You know, listen, we always joke about our buddy Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker says, I'm going to die on stage. That's how much I love performing. And I'm going to do it my whole life. That's basically what Gordon Lightfoot did. I mean, he was supposed to be out here in Phoenix in the middle of April, and we were going to go to the concert. And I know one of the guys in the band, and he emailed, and he said, we're holding off on the tour a little bit. And we were both like, uh-oh. We both looked at each other and said, oh, no. Yeah, but he was 84, and that man has been touring. he's a machine. That's a mach why we knew. He's been touring since the 60s. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable what this guy has been doing, and he still sounds great. So, you know, RIP Gordon Lightfoot. I mean, I I, I will continue to play him his songs and sing along very loud to them all. Do you guys have a favorite song just from being around us so much? Like, do you have a favorite Gordon well, Lightfoot song? I have an appreciation for the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald because I don't think we get one of my favorite songs, which is Walt Gray's Submarine Ride by John Mayer without yeah. the influence of something like the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, like telling a really long story that's probably an allegory for something in his life through the wreck of a giant ship. That right. that screen, I think that like was the ripple effect that begot that one. So I'd probably rock with that one. Okay. Sydney, you have one? Um. I mean, Carefree Highway is a classic. I like Sundown. I like if you yeah. can read my mind. Yeah, Probably that's a good song. Uh -huh. Mikey A, do you Sun, have Sundown. any knowledge of Gordon Lightfoot? Um, I I know if you can read my mind. That's okay. that's a good song. It's oh, I bet it's yeah. one of those things where I might not know it's Gordon Lightfoot, right, right. but when I hear it, I I know that song. 
Uh, fun fact about that song, it was re-recorded over a hundred times by different artists. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Pretty yes. pretty amazing. If you go on iTunes and you scroll through <clears throat> if you could read my mind, it's amazing all the different artists who oh, have sang over that song. Over a hundred people. people. Yeah, all covered right. that. What we gotta retire that then. There's gotta there's gotta be a limit on the amount <laughs> of people that can do that. Well, there I'm was sorry. some. There was some we listened to that. Johnny were, Cash was Johnny Cash, and I loved listen. I'm a Johnny Cash fan, but it was that was a rough one. It but was uh, real, yeah. I love the the question from Lori. She asked me if Pappy, and again, that's my that's my grandfather name, Pappy. If I'm going to play Gordon Lightfoot for Young Jackson, our grandchild <laughs> who is ten months old, and yes, I will. I am one of the things I'm most proud of is Sydney at 28 years old. Basically, if a 70s song comes on, she knows it and she sings it because of driving around a lot when she was young. That's what we would listen to. So Jackson will get the full 70s effect, which will include one Gordon Lightfoot. Jake went with us to one of the Gordon Lightfoot Yes, he did. He yeah. wanted to go. I'm so. sorry I didn't send those pictures. Yeah. One of them was, yeah, me, Chris, and Jake yeah. with Gordon. And, and you're right, Mike. The dude, and this was in 2013, so that was... 10 years ago. So he was 74 in that, but yeah, he still yeah. looked... Yeah, he, he, he looked rough, but he could still get after it. It, it. it is amazing that dad has become the foremost Gordon Lightfoot like source for so many people. Lori Busco in the chat says, Golik was the first person I thought of when Gordon Lightfoot died. I got a DM from a random woman who said, how's your Same. dad doing? I saw <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot died. <laughs> Weston Dudley says... I have a message on my phone. On their phone. From some person. He's like, you don't know who I am. He's from Texas. And he's like, I just wanted to check on Mike and see how he was doing since Gordon Lightfoot died. I'm like, how did this guy get my number? Yeah, that's, that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. That's a bigger problem probably. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you might want to look into that. So. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. But they were coming Weston, out Weston Dudley said, I listened to him after I heard you on Golik and Smeddy talking about his music, and I'm a fan now. So reach one, teach one, Dad. You got someone yeah. else on the, there you on go. the books. Yeah. There you go. Like that a lot. Yeah. Honestly, he probably got you in, like, the yellow pages or something then. Because yeah. if it was a young person, I was going to say, maybe you need to make sure your, like, phone number is not on any of your social media pages. Sometimes it's buried in there. But I like right. to think Buddy was just in the yellow pages. Like, yeah. oh, Chris Golik. Yeah. Golic, yeah, <laughs> he called thirty-eight Christine Golics and just <laughs> that's um that's like I have a feeling most people, especially my age, if you didn't hear Gordon Lightfoot from your parents, it was on one of the CD commercials that used to run on TV late oh, night. Oh yeah, like, Gordon yeah. wouldn't have been on. Now that's what I call music. But there were so many of the other ones that were like seventies and eighties rock, and it's like with hits like "Carefree Highway" by Gordon Lightfoot, and then you. I get think the it was called. Snippet. Was it called "Singers and Songwriters" from? Yes, unstoppable yeah. ballads. That's it. Yes. <laughs> that is it. Ballads. Yes. Oh my god. We had all of them. Oh yeah. Oh, the jo the thrill of watching TV and falling asleep late night and then getting woken up by now that's what I call music volume 35. Yeah. <laughs> so true. What a time. Holy hell. I don't know. I don't know how people uh, do it now without that. Good to rest in peace, Gordon. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, run. Yep. Also one of the last people named Gordon living and breathing yes. on this earth. Yeah. yeah Not making not Gordons people. anymore. Maybe they'll Gordon become Ramsey. popular again. Protect him. Protect Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah.
So a question from uh, NWI Irish 96. What food or drink could we offer to entice the Golics to visit our pregame tailgate at Notre Dame? Cinnamon rolls. Beer. Cinnamon rolls. Nice. (laughs) Local beers. Martin Donuts. Martin's Donuts. Good Or Rise and Roll Donuts, too. I was thinking about Rise and Roll a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah. You see... You see where our heads are. <laughs> the last time I had rise and roll was at my buddy Trevor Robinson's wedding out here. They catered it for the late night snack. And yeah. we were 26 at that point. So we were three sheets to the wind. And I'm sitting in a chair and my buddy Braxton comes and has a rise and roll donut in his hand and full on clubs me in the side of the head with it. So I'm covered <laughs> in powder, falling on the ground, eating a rise and roll donut off the ground. I have a love, love relationship right. with them. Yes. Oh, so good. So good. Um, Mikey, Kenny Miller and the group chat asks about, he's calling it a flag behind you. Why don't you tell the story of that behind you? Oh yeah. So um, it's a, it's actually, it's on like, uh, like it's a painting. It's a picture painting. It's a painting. So a guy, uh, I went to Steelers mini or Steelers training camp in 2013 and a backup running back there out of Texas tech was a guy named Baron batch who played a few years in the league. He stuck around there a while, but was an artist and opened up a studio in Pittsburgh where he'd do a lot of like graffiti style paintings like this. And so, mom, I forget for this one, did he do this for some, like just out of, was this out of the blue? Was this for a charity? No, it was out of the blue. That one was out of the blue. We've had, yeah, we had him do another one for uh uh, Mike and Mike, he did a Super Bowl one that right. you have. Yeah, now. you have it. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking of. So yeah, Baron did this one as like a gift, like right. uh, you know, yes. out of the kindness of his heart because he was an awesome right. guy, and we kind of stayed in touch after that. But then it was so cool, and so much of his work was really interesting when it was the Patriots and Seahawks Super Bowl, and Mike and Mike was going there. Baron commissioned one, and it was newspaper clippings of both teams and the stories in the lead up, and then ended up having, I believe, the um, like the score of one of the games or something like that painted Uh on it at the end. But it hung behind the set all week, and then I managed to get it back and hung it in my house when I lived in Connecticut. So really cool stuff uh, from Baron. The funny story about that was it was when I think that Super Bowl was out here, wasn't it? Yes, because it's desert. The, it's got a desert motif. Yeah. It went AWOL. We couldn't find it for like two years. Oh, that's right. And it yes. was finally found in a closet somewhere at ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, like we that's kept right. saying, what happened to it? Where yep. did it go? Because we, we had the full intention of like raffling it off. And it got lost on the way back. And nobody knew where it was. And like two years later, it was uncovered. So it was crazy. That was pretty yeah. wild, yeah. So... Yeah, it was huge too. Cost yeah, a lot of it, money. To it's spend. very big, yeah. Well, and yeah. I and I had we're in Mike's in the basement of our house at Notre Dame, and I put that picture up because, other than that, the backdrop was pure plastic. And for anybody that watched the Dexter series, it looked like a murder room. It looked like you were yeah. being held hostage every time. You yeah, or or maybe I was holding people hostage. <laughs> hmm. Cop cop to that online. Be my yeah. guest. The feds yeah. Will- yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for the feds to beat down the door and arrest me now because of that. Yeah. I was going to say, that's why I said it. Tangerine, go. Tangerine, go. (laughs) There's nothing in this basement but Skittles. There's so many Skittles. Uh, All right, Dad, you got more questions? 
Somebody asked if we could change one rule in the NFL, what would we change? I know what I would do right now is I would make them uh, review roughing the passers because it's a joke what's going on in the NFL. And maybe I'm a disgruntled D lineman the way they're screwing over the defense on the stupid roughing the quarterback calls that they could review and find out that they're really not roughing the quarterback calls. Don't get me going. I'll get pissed off. That's what I would do. Replay and review roughing the passer calls because a lot of them are bullshit. How's that? Mikey A, Mikey A what would you change? Um, no, no automatic first down on a, on a defensive holding penalty. I think there's Ooh. far too many easy gimme first downs that happen on third and 18s. That, that yeah, come five that. yards and an automatic five yards. first down. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Good point. I like that one. I would make the roster I- bigger. <laughs> Of course, that's oh, a yeah. mom. Give more people. Yeah. <laughs> more people. <laughs> yes, yes. Include more people. <laughs> I would have um, more guys' dreams come true. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Go I ahead, want everybody to feel like stars. <laughs> <laughs> I think every year they should pick an undrafted player to be on the Madden cover. Yeah, <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? Oh my God! The, al- the alternate cover. Do you have one, Mike? Um, yeah, I would uh, finally do away with the fumble out of the back of the end zone being a touch or a touchback and turning the ball over. Changing I think the possession, it, yeah. Yeah, that's an that's an insane that's an insane rule. Like it, every time it pops up, everyone's mad. Everyone hates it. Apparently, we needed to happen with Mahomes and Josh Allen playing in the AFC Championship for it to get done, like we did with overtime possessions. Right, right. But if that's what it takes, then so be it, because we need to get done with that. Sid, do you have one? Mm. Or do you not care? I agree with all of them. No, I mean. Okay, yeah, there, you I go, there you go. I can't think of one specifically. I agree with the roughing the passer one. Yeah, thanks. I'll go with nice. You. I'll ride with you on that one. Nice. <laughs> oh, here we go. Mara's in the chat. <laughs> all right. I just noticed that. Mara. Hi, Mara. Oh. Mara runs our golf tournament. <laughs> yeah, Mara is the only reason that we can function in any way, shape, or form. Yes. Um also, also, she asked the important question too. Lacrosse street season is stressing me the hell out right now. We are coming down the home stretch here. It's uh, conference tournament time for everyone outside of the ACC that doesn't have a conference tournament because there's only five teams. Um, Notre Dame's probably going to be the the so the selection Sunday comes up this weekend where they oh, announce the week? tournament bracket. It's this oh. Sunday the tournament oh. bracket gets announced. It's likely going to be ACC one, two, and three. I would imagine Virginia's number one. They've got two wins over Notre Dame this year. They just beat South. Uh, they just beat Notre Dame out at Clockner in Charlottesville. They've. It's been weird. So in the ACC, they're the three best teams: Notre Dame, Duke, and Virginia. And it's like a snake eating its tail, where Duke <laughs> beats Virginia, Virginia beats Notre Dame, and Notre Dame beats Duke. Virginia swept Notre Dame this year. Notre Dame swept Duke this year. And I think Duke beat Virginia at least once. I forget if not twice. And so no one really knows how to organize them this year. But the one seed in men's college lacrosse, probably as valuable as it's ever been. All three of those teams look like they should be in Philadelphia for the final four. I will be there just praying that somebody clips Virginia on the way up. This is the best team Notre Dame's had probably in my lifetime. You've got the two Kavanaugh's that were Tawaratin semifinalists. I don't know if the finalist list has come out. It's the Heisman for college lacrosse. And I need to see a Notre Dame lax title in my lifetime. We have been knocking on the door. We were supposed to be the first team west of the Mississippi to do it. And then Denver completely stole our thunder. (laughs) 
So I, I am way too invested in this, if you can't already tell. <laughs> yeah, I, I could certainly. I, the the, the yeah, toughest Jesus. one was when, <laughs> when, when, was when you were there and you had room with Sean Rogers, one of their the players there, and they lost to Duke in overtime in the finals. Uh, I remember when a when a long sticker took took the face off and scored right in the it beginning. It was CJ of Goddamn Costabile. I'll never forget his name as long as I live. I was, was on the fifty yard line at M and T Bank Stadium with a six five game that set college lacrosse back two hundred years to when the Native Americans first began the game. It was such an offensively atrocious game. And CJ Costabile, a long pole taking yeah. the face off. At the national championship game overtime, the first faceoff, and he goes down and blazes it past Scotty Rogers, who ended up being the tournament MOP in a losing effort, was seared into my brain oh forever. My God, are you okay? Oh my God! <laughs> but bottom line, uh, Mara asked, "Can Notre Dame win a national championship?" I would say if yes. they don't have to play Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Like you said, get Virginia knocked off before Notre Dame has to play them. Do you think they could beat Christ. Virginia? Ah. <sighs> Boy, they struggled uh, twice doing it. They did. This last time around, the field was slick. And so Virginia's best attribute is interior passing. They're a bad matchup for Notre Dame. Notre Dame's best guys in the attack are the Kavanaugh's, but they're small. Right. The Virginia uh -huh. defenders are giants. They're like dinosaurs yeah. there. And so they kind of swallow those guys up. So it's a tough matchup for Notre Dame. Absolutely capable. They are one of the hand, like three, maybe four teams. If you throw like Maryland or I think um, – Cornell is the only Ivy that's really capable, but um, those are probably the five teams that like roster wise are actually capable of winning a title in the right circumstances. But Notre Dame's definitely there. Wow. It's so funny to me because my nephew's a D one uh, lacrosse player, uh, second team all CAA, no big deal. And they and always get transfers from Notre Dame. And it's always funny to me because I'm like, Oh, my goal is like, no, that person never sniffed the field. That's why he's here at Fairfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's at Fairfield? He's a stag? He's a stag. Let's yeah. go, baby. Yes, sir. Let's go. <laughs> CT in the building. Um, ooh, all right. This one is in the chat. Stephanie Medina. Uh, question. If someone decides to have a courthouse wedding, would it be appropriate for those you have attended weddings to still send a gift? Oh, those of you who would have attended the weddings to still send a gift, maybe? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's incredibly generous. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't expect I, it, though. No, I wouldn't expect it, but I... Yeah. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So, that, that seems right. So. Lori wants to know, since we drive back and forth between Arizona and South Bend, are the dogs good travelers? Yeah, they are. They are good travelers. Our three dogs, Hank, Harry, and Ted, throw, throw them in the van and yeah, uh, they, they a, do well. We have well. a sprinter van. They yeah. do pretty well in it. They... Once they get in it, they know what the deal is. Right. Yeah. So we're getting ready to do that here pretty soon. Yeah, a couple so. of weeks we're out. So. What else? What other questions did you find? Any? I'm looking. I thought you were. I was. They're somewhere. Come on now. All Where right, let me throw a hypothetical out. Let me hypothetically, you guys have a producer who does a football trip every year and was considering okay. going to Notre Dame this year. What uh -huh. would be the game you think he should attend? He Ohio or she? State. Ohio, Ohio State. State. Bye. Isn't that like week one? No. Like no. Week, week no. four, like four or five? No, it's like week It's three, like September 19th no, dad's something, right? Dad's right. It's week five. So Notre Dame, yeah. this oh. is the schedule, Mikey. Notre Dame opens oh, up October. against Navy week zero in Dublin. 
Week one, they have Tennessee State at home coming off that. Week two, they're on the road at NC State. And then week three, they come home for Central Michigan. Week four, because again, week zero doesn't really count. But the fifth game for Notre Dame is September 23rd, home against Ohio State. So that would be the one. Now, now for somebody who absolutely despises Ohio State, I don't know if this producer would want to go to a game and see Ohio State win. So I ask again, is that that the right game to go? That's the whole point, though, is this year we might have a shot. Like, right. The Ohio State's going to be breaking in a new quarterback. We've finally got one. We got yeah. a quarterback. The, I would say the second one would be USC that's in October. Wouldn't you? That one scares yeah. me a little bit. Yeah, that one scares me. <laughs> that one scares you more than Ohio State? <laughs> But but the atmosphere, Mikey A, that'll be a, a that'll be crazy, yeah. and that'll definitely turn to a night game. So they'll be all yeah. day, just people all over the campus. Because Ohio State, we don't play them very often. So. And and that'll be a drive yeah. for everybody from Columbus to to Notre Dame. Yeah. You know, a lot of people won't have to fly to that one if they're coming from Columbus. So that that that'll be a really good one. Yeah. I would say. You I'll take a look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you NFL schedule friends. comes out next week. <laughs> If yeah, you yeah. if you want to see a dub October like well, Pittsburgh's chaotic because you never know what can happen. We should always win that game. We don't always win that game, and so uh, that's October twenty eighth. So you'd be Halloween weekend too in South Bend, which would be a trip. Mm-hmm. Could could be cold by then though. Yeah, True. not me. Just hypothetically. Just yeah. Just, yeah. No, 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 yeah. Right, of course. <laughs> Are you looking? Dad, you find him yet? Or are you okay? Okay. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm um, struggling. Dad, this one's from Jordan Angel in the chat. Um, what do you guys think of the promotion and relegation system in England? Uh, this was asked in relation to the Wrexham FC promotion that we just saw. Ryan Reynolds' team that him and um, what's his name bought. Um, uh, I always pronounce his last name wrong. Rob McElhaney. I just don't um, say his last name. They got promoted from the fifth rung of European football to the fourth rung of European football after the Wrexham FC special and all that money that Reynolds pumped into it. Do you like relegation? Oh, I do. I mean, I, somebody had said there's like 11 levels of this. I, I, I They say all the way down to like the average Joes. So I, I did not know that, but but I like it because there's enough leagues where you can do that because people always say, oh, it'd be great to do in other sports. So there really aren't enough leagues. Now, baseball, you have a lot of minor league teams, but you're not you're not dropping the worst MLB team to the minors and bringing a minor league team up to the majors. That would be that would be horrific. So you really can't do that. I, I, I like it. Um, I do like it. That, that kind of begs off a question somebody else asked. Uh, as well of why soccer isn't more popular in the U.S. You know, it, that's from Jordan. Again, it's something, Mike, you and Jake didn't play. Sydney, you did. I coached you. I coached you guys when you were really, really young, and then you went on to win the state championship. You're welcome. With I fucking coaching. rocked. Yeah, you said was the goalie. I was um, big girl. But, but, the, <laughs> but that's the question when we would ask soccer people on all the time during when we were doing shows was, why it's not more popular in the U.S. because kids play it young and then they splinter off into basketball, to football, or to baseball and keep going down that road and stop doing soccer. Well, it's changing too, right? Like it's becoming very popular. You look at a lot of these MLS stadiums, it's an incredibly rabid fan base in the U.S. where we know worldwide the MLS is kind of a league where older players from Europe come for a last tour. There's all the rumors about Messi and – 
I forget if it's inner Miami or the other team down there. I've seen Mike Ryan and the Levitar guys talking a ton about that, but you've got a generation coming up that, you know, and, and you can attribute it to FIFA or whatever you want, but a lot more people are consuming the premier league product over here. We've always had the U S women's national team as the one sort of connection to soccer that people, especially who want to root for homegrown talent, that's always been their entry point. But I, I think the next generation is going to be really interesting to watch the U.S. relationship with soccer change. And I know all our, our soccer analysts say that 2026 for the men, that's probably the target for when they think they can do something in the World Cup because the men have not done anything. The women, uh, this summer, though, they'll, they'll be on. It'll be fun to watch. But they said 2026, they think that's when the young U.S. team will mature into a really good World Cup team. So – We'll have to well, wait and see on that. We did finally have all of the controversy that made us feel a little bit more like a European club with the team. Remember Gio Reyna, the player um, that his parents were classmates at North Carolina with the head coach of the men's right. national team. And then Gio didn't play inexplicably in a couple of the matches as we got through group play in the World Cup. And then all this stuff about – uh, the head coach of the national team and an incident with his wife back when they were in college that apparently got re leaked by Gio Reyna's parents. It was an incredibly European soccer scandal that we had. So part of that made me feel more confident in what was going to come up. Is that something you would do, hon? Leak a bad story to help your kids? No. Really? Are, are you sure about that? We'll ask you, you sure? one more time. <laughs> one more time. I'm pretty sure no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it depends on the day. Cancel day today, yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. One of my go. Mike, one of my favorite exercises back from the from the daily radio days was we did the regulation thing. We did it with college football. <laughs> like we mapped out like if you group teams into different levels and then you could, you know, go up and down promotion yeah. relegation. It it actually really does work well. If you did it with our entire college football system, like you could have your, yeah, you could, you could do it. And I think it would be really fun to see teams trying to move up, you know, to, to give a bunch of teams goals to reach right. that isn't just make the playoff. So would that be like if a bad team in the SEC would get relegated to the Pac-12? Well, I mean, you'd have to throw – Yeah, I mean, uh, pretty much, but you'd have to kind of throw out the conferences. But, like, right. imagine Ohio State uh, – like, we're not going to do that now anyway. But, you know, imagine all these teams, you know, and then one is going to be the champion, one is going to move up to that level. I, I think it could really work. There are – as someone who I will recommend to anybody, the best sports book I've ever read is called The Club, and it's about how the uh, English Premier League came to be in the early night because the English Premier League's only been around since like 1992, 1993. It's not a, it's not a you know centuries old thing, institution in soccer, but when you read that, the business of soccer at that level sounds overwhelmingly like college football. Because the whole reason they started the Premier League is you had, Dad, to your point, all of these clubs that are in such wildly different financial situations. It's like they're playing different sports. And that's the same with the top end of college football that's got 130-plus teams right. now. So it could absolutely work because, Dad, you talked about, like, if you send one of these bad teams up, they're not equipped. But now they're getting all of this money, all of this attention. That's what we see happen in promotion and relegation. All the dollars attached to it. It would be awesome. Uh, plus in the portal too, you can get it. You can build a team through that, you know, as well to be a better team. So that would be really interesting. 
Doubt it'll ever happen, but it'll be interesting. Oh, no, it'll never happen because people over here no. figured out that promotion <laughs> and relegation thwarts like the sure source of income that all these people have now. Right. Yes, yeah. right. exactly. Don't but if you're ever just sitting on a plane or something, just just whisk out the teams, and they just be like, "Oh, you could make a really fun little conference here, and then try and regulate." It's 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 actually oh, really on a, interesting. On a, on a plane, I'm too busy watching Netflix. Something I taped. Yeah, he's got. They're always doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got things I got to coming watch. up this. Coming up this summer on Gojo, leading into the Women's World Cup coverage, we are going to stratify college football into tiers and <laughs> yeah. promote them. Here we go. <laughs> All right, uh, Mikey, we, we want to make that announcement about the shirts are going to be going oh. online for our golf tournament. Yes. Um, all right. So um, as you can see here again in the middle, Golik family, and if you're not watching on YouTube right now, thank you to everybody in the chat who's been here. Um, GolikFamilyFoundation.com is the website for our foundation that has all the information about the Golik Subpar Classic Charity Tournament. And Last year, we put a shirt on sale because we know everyone's not going to be able to make it to South Bend. Not everyone's going to be able to be involved directly in the charitable efforts that go on there. But we want a way for people to be able to support and to be able to help us help all of the deserving charities. Again, all of the money that goes towards the foundation goes to benefit local charities that we choose in the South Bend area, trying to give back to this area that's been so good to us. And so if you want to help out with that, we are going to have a shirt up on sale on GolikFamilyFoundation.com where the proceeds will go towards this. So if you can't make the tournament, we have got the Golik Family Foundation swag. It's an awesome shirt this year. So I, For my money, and Dad, you've been to a million of these tournaments, we have come up with, I think, the comfiest merch of any charity tournament I've ever been a part of. It's the one thing, and and the the woman who runs, helps run it for us, uh, Merritt, we, when we talk with her, we're like, when we bring people in, whether it's the golfers or celebrities, we want to give out good stuff. Yeah, yeah. We, we want, you know, because we've gone to a lot of these and you get a lot of the same stuff at different ones. We always want it to be just a little bit different and maybe just a little bit better uh, to give the golfers, the people who are helping our foundation, the celebrities who are giving up their time. And then a lot of these um, auction items as well will be online for those that can't right. attend. And we'll, we'll give you that info as well coming up because uh a we're trying to raise money for some some great causes and b we want to open it up to more than just the people that are at the tournament so uh that's why we're doing this and yeah some of the merch is some really 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 good stuff and we really dig these shirts that we're going to put online it's it's a baseball style yeah, shirt. yeah very comfy kind of like this yeah um really good quality and um you know we just cover the cost of the shirt and anything over that goes to yep. the to the charities yep. so uh, yeah, so yeah, to answer Lori Busco's uh, question, for anyone that bought the shirt last year, it is a different shirt it's this different year. Shirts. So yeah. yes. yes, yes, it is. Yes, yeah, so, so. it'll always be I like, different. I like it better this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, the very, very, very nice. Yeah. And, and we just, we just want to find ways for people that can't be here to be involved right. because, in all honesty, we can raise more money. That's what it's all about. So it's our second year of it. First year went very, very well, and uh, we're just looking to, uh, to, to continue that. Oh, no, I was just going to say, so that'll be up on the website soon. I don't think it's up there right this second. It's no, not, not yet. yet. Not no, yet. But it'll be there soon. And we'll we'll put it on social media yeah, so people yeah. know it's out there. We'll so, let y'all know. Yeah. All right, I have some uh, would-you-rathers. No way. <laughs> oh, my God, I don't believe you. <laughs> oh, my God. You no, two? I mean, you have a couple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got a couple one, of One's kind of, like, weirdly horny. 
No, no, no. Everyone's like super fucking serious that no one wants to answer. We're gonna be depressing. They are not. They are not horny at all like that. So here it is. Would you rather walk in on your parents or have them walk in on you? Ha 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 ha. I'm just. You guys can. You can walk in. It's fine. I can't see that. I, yeah no oh no i guess i i you got you guys have to live with this vision not me absolutely there's yeah. no way yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't gonna read that, that until you brought that wasn't even a question no. really but... here it is oh <laughs> you, but, but it's on here it's on here just so you know all right would you rather be the absolute best at something that no one takes seriously or average at something well respected I feel like I'm the best stay-at-home daughter and no one gives a fuck, so. <laughs> and you're good with that, huh? It's going well. <laughs> I mean, right at, up until this point, I've made a living uh, off being average that so, at something that people care a lot about, so it's worked out pretty well. Mikey A? Uh, I mean, yeah, let's do that. Let's, do, let's, let's be average at pe- things people care about. That's Don't like being like an average like NFL player. People care about the NFL, right? And right. you're average. I, I, that's I, I, I guess I guess that's yeah. right down my alley. That's kind of, <laughs> kind of what I was. I am the best <laughs> cornhole player in the world. So Great. It's either. Hey, it's a big deal on ESPN. Be, be Did you average. see that guy is in the NFL? <laughs> be, be average in the NFL, or maybe I could be the greatest handball player of all time. <laughs> it would be like sick to be like lethal at darts or at pool and to be able to go and like hustle people in the bar or at the very least just impress people when you're out at a bar and everyone's kind of muttering around and you're just over there running shit (laughs) that'd be interesting just ted lassoing it yeah Yeah, right (laughs) exactly all right here's another one would you rather have unlimited battery life on all your devices or have free wi-fi wherever you go Oh, Wi-Fi. I'm not answering this question. Wi-Fi, Sydney. Wi-Fi, yeah. <laughs> I just get just, stress. Yeah. Where does Wi-Fi come from? Is it just I feel like unlimited air? battery would be more harmful to me than good. Like, I feel like things dying forces me to, like, put it away for a while. But oh, that, free that Wi-Fi sense. is. Yeah. I, I think I think there should be free. Wi-Fi I think there should everywhere. be Wi-Fi, free Wi-Fi. Completely yeah. agree. I with think that. there should be free Wi-Fi, and no one should talk about it ever again. And we should all just <laughs> live with it without ever discussing what just it is. No, it's what there, it right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for anyone like that air. wasn't here, my sister has extreme anxiety over the concept of Wi-Fi oh. and how it works. Her, ben tried to explain it to her, and her eyes just glaze oh, over. Is it is it, literally? She said, "Is it just floating out there? Is it?" Just, I don't fucking is? get it. Where did I'm not I'm not having this? I don't have the time today. Okay. <laughs> oh, that it is awesome. And, I mean, is, is it just like a force? To what? What's what, it? Just like a force field, like a force field. You know, like oh, I. God. Okay, we don't have to do this right now. Sydney's going to hit the point where, like, Neo in the Matrix, she, like, learns how to see zeros and ones, but she's just going to see where Wi-Fi is. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, oh it's God. in here. Like, it's, it's there, right there with you. It You're is. breathing There's it some in. some right behind you. Yeah, it's like a ghost. Look out! <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's all over you. <laughs> wow. All right, that's all I got. Remember, we have not one, not two, but three 
big announcements, big announcements coming. coming up that we can't say just yet, but we will probably in the next uh, podcast that we do. Again, three big announcements. It's a big deal. Yeah, it is. What a month. Could be yeah. me. Woohoo. Wow, what could it be? <laughs> Woohoo. That's all I have. I'm done. Ross is with Sydney on the Wi Fi debate. See, Alicia? Yeah. Uh-huh. She's she fucking scary out here. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Oh, seriously. If you're, if you're also afraid of Wi Fi, make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review <laughs> the only podcast that gives you a safe space to fear modern technology. Uh, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. Check us out on the DraftKings YouTube channel as well. The or God, Christ. I went into the Gojo. Uh, <laughs> you did. End of, you just blacked out. I went out. into the Gojo <laughs> end of show rant here. But also check out that on the DraftKings we'll YouTube channel. Remix. Yeah. Um, and check out the Sorry in Advance YouTube channel. Download, subscribe, uh, and like everything there. And as always, we're sorry in advance. I'm not. No, no. you're not. <laughs>